In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. On this episode of Crown Jewels... You can take the prince out of the palace, but not the palace out of the prince. We're looking at you today, Harry. But first, King Charles is focusing on self-care after his big coronation weekend. And we break down the he said, she said, they said on that New York City car chase. We are back with another episode of Crown Jewels, the elite podcast for the royally obsessed, presented by Betches Media. I'm Lex Nico. And I'm Savantha Bush. And it's just us this week. Just, it's just us me. this week. Reeling off of speaking with Elizabeth, I honestly could have talked to her for like five hours. I know. I like she needs to come back for any and all like major, major. royal occasions. I know, especially being boots on the ground. Like I was kind of looking through her Instagram account and everything, and I was just like, you really, she jam packed it in with her time and went and saw everything. I know. I know. She's a great Instagram follow if you're like a royally obsessed gal. Mm-hmm. Like, Especially with must... the fashion. Oh, yeah. Like she's very, very in the know when it comes very to all that. I'm know. not in the know when it comes to fashion. <laughs> I appreciate it. And I know what I like and I know what I don't. That's about it. <laughs> I know. How are you doing, Sam? It's nice I'm to see good. you. I know. It's nice to see you, too. How's your beautiful new home? You know, I'm living, laughing, loving. Um, good. You know, it's just waiting for my couch to get here. (laughs) What about you? I mean, okay. When I first moved to LA, I remember it was during the pandemic. Everything was pushed back. The couch. I remember that. The couch was like, it was like a weekly update of when was the couch going to get here? And it took months, but you got it. I will truly die if that happens. No, it won't happen again. Yeah, I don't think so. But yeah, different times. But um, yeah, so I'm waiting on that. But other than, you know, other than just like not having a couch, I'm it's all good. No complaints. Good. Good. Mm -mm. Yeah, I'm good. I'm just uh, coming back from Vegas weekend, needing to catch up on all my shows. And uh, excited for a little bit of a relaxing week. I had a busy week. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You when are you traveling. Okay. So I'm going to see the Taylor Swift concert in New York this weekend on Sunday oh for the God. long weekend. And then I'm not traveling or I'm trying not to travel the whole month of June. Like mm. I want to be here. I want to be holding on back. that couch. Yeah. Okay. You know, um, did you see that people are selling Taylor Swift, um, the rain, rain? Yeah. yeah, for $250. I can't, I can't get on board with that. Like that is, a lot. It's too I much for me. Keep me updated, um, you guys, if you're listening, and let me know if people are buying it. Yes. I need to know if people are actually purchasing that mm-hmm. for that amount because that's wild. Like, yeah. I'm going to go outside and just scoop up some water and sell it myself if that's actually no, selling. Literally. Just hustle. go to my faucet. <laughs> like, this is rainwater. I know. So True. <laughs> just blatantly lie. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. All right, Sam, it's time for tea and crumpet. So do you want to start us off with some royal subjects for our royal subjects? I sure do. Great. And this week, I mean, the news was fresh this morning. I Mm -hmm. opened up my eyes and there it was. Prince Harry loses legal bid to pay for police protection while in the UK. So Harry was challenging the decision to withdraw his police protection after he stepped down as a working royal. And the judge, Mr. Justice Chamberlain, denied the legal bid by the Duke to review the decision not to allow him to pay for police protection with his own money. Okay. What do you think? I mean, I'm trying to wrap my head around this. So he essentially wants the government to pay anytime he steps off the plane in London or in the UK, let's Mm -hmm. say, he wants police protection whenever he's there, but he wants it to be paid for 
by the government or he wants to pay for it with his own money and reserve the right to have that police protection. That's what it is. The latter, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he wanted because obviously he, they aren't going to pay for it and the taxpayers are not going to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was saying, oh, I can pay for it myself. But he wants the judge is now right. saying that it's improper for police officers to be hired out. Like he's saying, like, you can't just hire the police to, like, follow you around the UK. Like, you have to hire your own security. You don't just get to, like, use the police. I guess what I'm trying to understand or what I would love to understand from Harry's POV is, like, what is the difference with having police protection versus private security, let's say? I don't know. Maybe it's just like he feels safer about it if it's the police rather than like security. I don't know. Um, But the UK's home office argued that the executive committee for the protection of royalty and public figures. Okay. Mm -hmm. So many words. Rolls right off the tongue. It really does. You know, (laughs) That's the thing that I've learned since doing this podcast is things in the UK, like nothing has an easy name. They're no, all everything's like the extremely formal. committee for the protection of royalty and public figures. They said, considered that it was not appropriate to support an outcome whereby wealthy individuals could buy protective security from specialist police officers, including armed officers, in circumstances where Ravek has determined that public interest does not warrant that individual receiving such protective security on a publicly funded basis. Okay, I have questions with this. Fucking word salad. Do you know how many times it took me to read that? Yeah, like, first of all, how is the Executive Committee for the Protection of Royalty and Public Figures short-formed into RAVEC? Because that's what it is. Mystery to me. <laughs> acronym into RAVEC. And what are they saying? Like, I get it. They are saying it is not appropriate that rich people can't just buy security from specialist police officers, including armed officers. Mm-hmm. But, and, and they're saying in circumstances where public interest does not warrant the individual receiving those you know, specialist police officers services mm-hmm. on a publicly funded basis. Like, mm-hmm. here's the thing. I, if I were in Harry's shoes, I guess what I am confused about from a protecting my peace perspective is mm-hmm. like, why not just hire private security if you want this, if you are willing to pay for this protection out of your own funds? Like, because... why go to court or make this like legal bid, formal bid, yeah. To have police specific protection if you're willing to pay for it. Like, aren't you stressed out about all the other lawsuits you have? Like, the Harry fans are not gonna love me today. You just warning everybody, you guys are not gonna love me today. But this just feels like another spectacle. Like, he mm-hmm. just wants to make it another spectacle so that we can all point and look and say, wow, look how unfair Harry is being treated. Right. But That's- it's like, Because I just don't understand, like, why he's going to all of these lengths. Like, I I just don't get it. Just hire your own security team. Why do you have to make it this big deal? I I just don't understand it. Like, if you don't want... This is what you and I have been saying. And I mean, we'll get into this much later in Mm -hmm. the conversation when we make it rain. But, like, you don't get to have your cake and eat it, too. Right. And that is what... You know, and I understand why they left the royal family. I support that. I like Harry and Meghan. I want to root for them. Mm-hmm. And in moments like this, where I'm just like, dude, like you are being such a prince about this. Yeah. Agreed. Like, the prince is going to prince. You know how, like, when everybody was upset when Charles's pen didn't work and he looked annoyed <laughs> yeah. and he was like, get me a pen that works. Like, you know, it, it's like, well, he yeah, he was raised as a king his entire life. This is Correct. his personality. This like Harry's kind of giving me that energy. Yeah, where it's like you can take the prince out of the palace, but you can't take the palace out of the prince type of thing. Where it's like so true, bestie. Yeah, it's just like yeah. why are you making something out of this? In the sense that like you are willing to go as far to say I'm going to pay for this out of my own pocket. Like I said. Protect mm-hmm. your peace. Save yourself the trouble. Why mm-hmm. not just say, you know what? That didn't work out. Every time I go to the UK, 
I'm just going to hire some private security yeah. for my own peace of mind. So I'm going to be paying Call for Kim it Kim anyway. team, see who they've got. Because after, yes. you know, the robbery with Kim, like she's obviously amped up her security. Like, go, go talk percent. to them. Go to, Ka- go to what, where do they live? Ka- Santa Barbara, Montecito. Montecito. <laughs> Calabasas is where Kim lives. Oh, Kim lives I was in Calabasas. Say- <laughs> I was like, what is the name of that city that they live in? (laughs) Um, I know I almost said Casablanca. Like, how embarrassing. Um, (laughs) I don't know. It's just maybe maybe I feel this way because of our make it rain story. No, I think that this is like I think for me with this situation, you know, this is one of several lawsuits he has ongoing. Right. This legal case. Yeah. And so, again, in my mind, I'm just like. What's the point of this? Mm -hmm. You know, like I totally get that you want to be vocal about security with your family, but Mm -hmm. it is not like the UK government or police department or whatever is denying you the right to protection in the UK. Right. It's just they're not willing to provide up their police officers. Yes. Yes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) To protect you while you're in town. Yeah. It's different if it's like the coronation. Obviously, they're going to be on the streets patrolling mm-hmm. and making sure everyone's safe but like when you when you touch down in london town the the police aren't going to like run to your aid exactly and i think it would also be hard because it's like you know obviously he knows his schedule and things like that but right. how, what if he has last minute impromptu things and then it's like he needs to go to london or the uk and he doesn't get that police protection because of logistic purposes or operational purposes. And then is he going to throw another stink about it? Like, mm-hmm. and it spirals, you know? And I'm just like, yeah. Harry, maybe let's take maybe the let's L take on a this beat. one. Yeah. yeah. Harry needs to relax. Harry deserves to relax. Yeah. They all That's a better way to, to put relax. it. Thank like, you. You don't need, you're putting yourself in situations and you're making it hard on yourself mm-hmm. is what and I'm us, taking away from frankly. this. Yes. And us. Because we want to root for them. I want to root for them. (laughs) And again, it's just those little moments where it's like, why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And, what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. You know who's not making it hard for themselves? Oh. Oh. Let's get into our second topic of tea and You know crumpets. who's not making it hard? <laughs> I was King like, Charles. oh my God, where's this going? King Charles is not making it hard. He said, I need self-care. I need boundaries. The uh, coronation was a big undertaking for me and my team. I need to retreat and get off the grid. So King Charles is actually going off the grid without Camilla. He's saying, homeboy needs a little break. A solo travel girly is what's going Mm -hmm. on here, okay? So allegedly, he needs some R&R after the coronation. And so the Daily Mail is reporting that he will be heading to his home in Transylvania in early June to spend a week in a rural location. Why does that Camilla. make me laugh? Like just the sentence, he's heading to his home in Transylvania. I know, I know, to spend like, a week in a rural location. Yeah. But you know what? Like, first of all, lols, you need R&R after the coronation. Like you were literally sitting on a throne being crowned. Yeah. Well, and I know literally. it's a lot. I know it's a lot of entertaining and talking and events. But you also but like, have like a palace to relax yes. in. And like, are you giving your team a week off of R&R? Oh, or are I you hope just so, because they're the it? ones that really need it. Exactly. But like on the other side of the coin, I'm not going to lie to you, Sam. Like this is my like straight up dream. Like 
I am going to dip out for a week, go off the grid, not talk to anybody, live in my tiny castle in my rural location in Transylvania Mm -hmm. and just chill the fuck out. Like that sounds fantastic to me. No, that sounds lovely. And I'm just dying because it's like the house. Yeah. I mean, for them, I hate to use the phrase, but like I'm, I'm imagining for Charles, this is like, this is rural for him. Like this is quote unquote slumming it, you know? Well, I'm seeing, I'm looking at a photo of the inside mm-hmm. and it says Charles's Romanian home has a rustic feel. That's an <laughs> understatement. Yes. It's like when people call a small space cozy. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, it's, I've seen better. I, it's, you know, it looks interesting, but if that's where he wants to go unwind, decompress. Mm-hmm. And I love that he's going solo. I know that to me is the most important key piece of information of all of this because mm-hmm. Camilla will remain at her residence, her Ray Mill residence in Wiltshire. Mm-hmm. And I did not realize that these two have these separate residences and spend like a significant amount of time apart. Mm-hmm. That's probably the secret. Yeah, we talk so much about the two of them and being so in love and spending all their time together. And they do reside together at Clarence House. Mm-hmm. So they have that residence there, of course. But Charles typically resides solo at Highgrove Estate and Camilla resides at Wiltshire. So mm-hmm. Wiltshire is a home she got um, out of her divorce from Andrew Parker Bowles. And mm-hmm. I saw the photos of this house and listen, Beautiful. it has charm and character. Yes. But it's like nice. It's nice. It's an older home for sure, but that makes sense. But it's like beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love the kitchen with the red detail. It's kind of Nancy pool. Myers vibes. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like it's giving the holiday mm-hmm. um, yes. when she goes to the little cottage, but obviously on but massive like 10 estate. times that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's so cute. I would love to stay there, Ray Mill, seriously. Yeah. And you know what was interesting? With Charles's Transylvania residence, his rustic, cozy home, mm-hmm. there's also a guest home that you can rent out We're on doing Airbnb. It. We're headed to Transylvania. We're headed to Transylvania. Coming at Betches you live. takes Transylvania. Do you think they it have Wi-Fi? Be- <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. I can picture like us going Oprah and Gale style in an RV across, oh, you know, Transylvania. I would love to do that mm-hmm. so badly and stay at this little guest home cottage. Yeah. But you're right. I think the secret to success, not even separate bedrooms. You know, there's so much discourse out in the world right now about like. There is a lot about that. To like couples sleeping apart and having separate bedrooms and that it actually works for them and it's healthy. But why not just, you know, amp it up, take it one next step, Mm -hmm. separate homes. Separate homes. You know, I feel like, you know, being a close friend of Camilla and Charles Mm -hmm. that I am, I feel like they're both really introverted people. Yes. And it takes a lot for them. Like it drains their social battery to like be around people a lot. Mm -hmm. And I feel like even though they love each other, and they probably want to spend a ton of time together. They're like, we've been together for 40 years. Like, yes, I'm good on this. Like, I need to take a break to be by myself. Like, I truly I know we were making fun of it, but like, I'm drained when I just spent holidays with my family. Yes. I'm or like drained. around lots of people. Yes. I'm like, I got to go home and not say a word for three days. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, I get it. But I totally, Transylvania no, is just like, really threw me for a loop. It threw me for a loop, but I really, like, I, I resonate with Charles mm-hmm. being like, I want to disappear for a week off yeah. the grid in my, you know, little cottage residence, yeah. chill out, eat some food, sleep in, have my well, meals prepped for me. Probably <laughs> when he comes back, like, shit's going to go down. You know, he's going to be, you know, the Iron Throne. And again, we keep coming back to this, but like they're slimming down the working royal family, mm-hmm. much to Princess Anne's chagrin, but they are all much older. They are all like they're older, right? They're in their yeah. 70s. So you got to come back. You got to amp up the work, like you're, where you're expected to be and the work you're expected to do with less people, more, you know, less people means more appearances and things like that. Mm -hmm. And 
they're older, you know? Like, I think he's really going to put Prince William's ass to work. Yeah. I mean, we've seen Kate. Kate has been out there, you know? Kate's been doing the damn thing. Yeah. Like, she has really so. been out there doing the work. And they got to. Wills yeah. and Kate's have to step it up now. And yeah. as we've said, like, you know, I would say in the next five years, we're going to see Charlotte out there more. Okay. Eugenie, possibly. Like, yeah. And so it's time. Yeah. It's time. It's going to be interesting to follow. And I think it was, Elizabeth was also talking about that last week, how they are yeah. all significantly older mm-hmm. and the work they're expected to do. We're going to have to see how that goes. I know. And I, I bet you now more than ever too, kind of the weight um, of Harry's, you know, the lack of his presence is probably felt now that yes. it's like the queen is really gone and the weight of the world really rests on William's shoulders in some yeah. aspects, like he's the one that really has to carry the team, and it's like that's a lot of pressure to it suddenly is a feel. A lot of pressure. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, Lex, are you ready to make it rain today? I am ready to make it rain. Let's get into this week's rant because... It's something. It's something. Mm -hmm. So we are talking about the car chase news that shook the world, right? Yeah. All right. So obviously, Harry, Meghan, and Doria, Meghan's mom, were in New York City. They attended the Miss Foundation Women of Vision Awards where... Megan was honored, right? And as they were leaving, the pair's rep reported that they were involved in a near catastrophic car chase with highly aggressive paparazzi. They said it was harrowing. It was fueled by these paparazzi. They were chasing them around for two hours. And it was involving half a dozen cars where there were paparazzi trying to get photos of them. And it resulted in multiple near collisions involving other drivers on the road, pedestrians, and two NYPD officers. Now, before we get into like the he said, she said, they said of it all, I would love your take on this, Sam, because obviously the very first response that I had in my gut was like, oh my God, car chase, Prince Harry, Princess Diana, Mm -hmm. history is repeating itself. Mm -hmm. What the fuck? Yeah. I sent you the article, like, I think right away, like, mm-hmm. in the morning, because I was, on Wednesday morning, because I was like, what the fuck? Like, a car, ch- like you said, car chase, Prince Harry's in the headline. Like, you just kind of get this, like, pit in your stomach. Exactly. And like you said, the words, history is repeating itself, kind of, you you hear that over and over again, and you're like, wow, it's really happening. And I envisioned this to be not in New York City. I didn't realize it was in New York City until like I really like went through and read the article. But like just seeing the headline, which was everywhere, right. it was like you hear very car chase. You think yeah. fast pace. You're thinking weaving. the Bronco, yes. OJ and the yes. Bronco. Yes, that's what and you're thinking. You like, you're thinking winding roads and like exactly. hills and like you know that's, cars I'm, circling you and fast weaving. and furious. Yes, yeah, exactly. It's giving fast and furious and like. I knew they were in New York City. I get it. But then when you hear car chase, you immediately forget or disassociate that they were like in the middle of Manhattan. Mm -hmm. And then upon reflection, when you remember that, the conversation sort of shifted, right? Where people were like, hold on. How could this be a car chase in in New York City traffic? New York City. Mm -hmm. It, It makes you pause. Like when I heard it was New York, I was like, oh, wait a minute. Okay, I've been to New York. I'm trying to think how that would even ha- what would that even look like? What would, mm-hmm. how would that even happen? How is there no like you know, people taking video on their phone of the situation? Like you would I mean, I just feel like it would be a it, I also just feel logistically it's not possible. Yes. To do a two and a half hour quote car chase in New York City. 
I don't know how that would happen. Same. And I understand like, you know, so the NYPD addressed this as well. They said that they assisted with the Royal Duo security on Tuesday night, though they didn't describe what happened as a car chase, right? They said there were numerous photographers that made their transport challenging. The Duke and Duchess of Sussex arrived at their destination and there were no reported collisions, summonses, injuries, or arrests in regard. Mm-hmm. And so the NYPD assisted the private security team. Apparently they got into a black car when they were leaving. At some point they had to switch out of that car and into a taxi mm-hmm. because they were being sort of followed. And the taxi driver, you know, said that they were following us, they being the paparazzi, the whole time, though he said he wouldn't call it a chase. And mm-hmm. I think that's what the issue is. Yes. A, it's the fact that Harry and Meghan's reps came out with this language, calling Mm -hmm. it a car chase. Yeah. And that's a bad look, given that, yes, they were, you know, being followed by security and they were being swarmed by security, but it was very slow moving traffic. It was two hours of them being sort of like in this car, I'm imagining, slow moving traffic, needing to switch cars at one point because they probably were gridlocked in some capacity due to the paparazzi. But I think it's the language of car chase, which is troubling because, you know, you do want to associate it with Diana, but it's not exactly the same scenario. It's not the same scenario at all. It's Mm -hmm. I not to be dramatic. Get into your thoughts here. Yeah. I feel like it's a little bit emotionally manipulative mm-hmm. to put out a statement, have your spokespeople put out a statement that had to run through Harry, Megan, and multiple other people and call it a car chase, knowing people's memory automatic of Princess response. Diana, their automatic mm-hmm. thoughts and um, responses to something like that. And, you know, you hate to say it, but like the first thing that flashes in your mind is like the photo of Diana's car Mm -hmm. in the tunnel. And you're just like, oh, my God, this is horrible. But then you realize that it probably wasn't that. And it's they're being followed by paparazzi, which this is my thing. And I'm going to get so much shit for this. But this is my problem with them is like you are a celebrity this will happen to you. You constantly are, you want the fame. So Mm -hmm. you're going, paparazzi will follow you. They are following you when you go to dinner. They are, they're following you everywhere, no matter if you like it or not. I'm not saying that it's right. I'm not saying, you know, photographers and paparazzi don't go to extreme lengths to get photos because we all remember the documentary with them where they're like breaking through the fences and stuff like that. I'm not saying that that's okay, but I'm just saying like to call it a car chase and kind of tug at people's emotions in that way is really disheartening. Yeah, it's a fine line. And you know what? The spokesperson for the couple told E! News that while being a public figure comes with a level of interest from the public, it should never come at the cost of some of anyone's safety. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing, again, it's like I always read, hear like Megan and Harry talking, read their reps and what they're being quoted saying, and it's like there are these themes that come out. Mm-hmm. And there seems to be, and rightfully so, do not get me wrong, like this is your experience. I'm not taking away from that. Like they have... um you know, this like vested lens on safety and security and their safety. And I totally get that. They've It's valid. It's warranted. Mm-hmm. But I think to that point, they can't just, you know, lean into certain language and then be like, oh, well, we like, we don't feel safe. We don't feel secure. And then, you know, have all of these people protecting them come out and be like, there weren't any collisions. There mm-hmm. weren't injuries. We switched cars. Yes, of course, they were being followed, but it wasn't by language terms or by definition a car Mm. chase. So it's like we respect your safety. We are trying to protect you and keep you safe, but you can't go as far as to say like car chase Mm -hmm. and, you know, throw us under the bus. And that's tough. Like Mm -hmm. it's it's very it's very complicated. And I don't I, I feel like it was such 
a flop. Like it was such a miss by their team. It really was. And it's just like, God damn it. Like they just cannot get out of their own way. And so Batgrid, Mm -hmm. which is like the paparazzi, like the company, Mm -hmm. um, that was involved in this incident, you know, they're conducting a thorough investigation into the matter. Like, obviously they're like, we don't want our photographers like putting anyone in danger or at risk. So allegedly Harry had written or his team had written to Backgrid. And this is what Backgrid is saying that was said in the letter. We hereby demand that Backgrid immediately provide us with copies of all photos, videos, and or films taken last night by the freelance photographers after the couple left their event over the next several hours. Well, Backgrid had some words for for them and said, in America, as I'm sure you know, property belongs to the owner of it. Third parties cannot just demand it be given to them as perhaps kings can do. Perhaps you should sit down with your client and advise them that his English rules of royal prerogative to demand that the citizenry hand over their property to the crown were rejected by this country long ago. We stand by our founding fathers. I mean, again, it's ludicrous Mm -hmm. to be in America, be celebrities, understand the level of celebrity you have, and think that you have the ability to demand those photos. Mm -hmm. And again, I am not saying that that is right or wrong. Like, I get it. You want those photos. You feel violated. You don't want anybody to sell that for profit. But again, that is what you get being where you are living the life and circumstance Mm -hmm. that you're living. Like, it is just an unfortunate, you know, byproduct of your celebrity. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is like, I just don't hear other celebrities complain the way that they complain. Mm-hmm. And it concerns me for their brand. Like it concerns me for it their brand. It concerns me for like, I, I don't know. Like it's weird. It's, it's getting weird as Nene Leakes would say, mm-hmm. because it's, it's this idea. And you know, you said it's not right or wrong. And I have to disagree. Like oh. they're not like, those are just photos. They're yeah. photos. Get like he, it's, this idea that he's bigger than all of this. And it, that's what yeah. I was saying in the beginning is like he is at the end of the day was raised a prince. It does not matter that he's gone to therapy and he is, you know, channel, you know, he's worked on his internalized, you know, race bias, like all that. That's great. But in the at the end of the day, like he still is going to have some sort of mentality of like, I'm bigger than this you will give me these photos. It's like, no, sweetie, you left the UK. You left the royal family. You left. You stayed at Tyler Perry's house. You're going to have dinner with Ellen DeGeneres and Cameron Diaz. Like, this is what you get, whether you like it or not. And the complaining that comes from them is so frustrating. And I have this issue with celebrities in general when they complain about being famous it's like you quite literally signed up for that. Yes. You did. You the moment auditioned. you left the UK and you decided to marry an actress. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, this is what you are. This is and what's going to happen. to California and go to a public event where you're being right. honored in a, the public eye. They went to a Hertz. <laughs> yes. Do you see photos of that? They yes. were in a Hertz. I'm just saying like. I understand that it's probably unsettling to be followed, but to make it out to be this like car chase and you were in such danger and you had to switch cars and it was so scary. It's like, well, I'm sure that that actually didn't happen like that. And that is the problem, right? It's two things. One, (sighs) it's this feeling and this is what makes them, they get, they do such a good job and they are like, mm-hmm. they're so likable. And then they do one thing and it makes them, or it sets them up for like being unlikable in the sense mm-hmm. that like going to backward and asking for those photos in a demanding way, again, with the language that they use, like you are quite literally no longer above the law. Mm-hmm. And yes, perhaps as a prince and a working royal in the UK, you were, but now you are a celebrity. Like, like that is your job. I and think- so you are not above the law. And then making these 
statements, these like assertive statements demanding them. Mm -hmm. And I get it. It's coming from a place of like my safety, my security. I want to protect my peace. But like, this is just one thing that you are going to have to take the L on. Yeah. It's just Harry has talked about it too in his in the documentary where he was like, I was obsessed with reading the articles about me. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is still who he I think he still is like that. I think he's obsessed with the narrative. I think he's obsessed with how he is presented. I think mm-hmm. he's obsessed with controlling the narrative because he probably didn't for a really long time. But in doing so, you kind of look insane. Yeah. Like you're looking like you're making yourself look horrible by doing stuff like this. And then to come out and say, you know, the royal family hasn't um, reached out to Harry and Meghan. It's like, yeah, because they're probably like, this wasn't a car chase. Like, And the, um, the manipulation to, to use a term like that, knowing the family yeah. history, is just like, it was really disappointing. Well, that's why I'm very curious if, um, you know, when their reps put out this statement, if Harry and Meghan actually did have final say on that, because I was surprised to think that Harry would okay language like that, right? Like, yeah, I just think that it's absurd language, knowing what we know now from the police escorts, from the taxi driver's account. Like, and I just, again, I think it's such a, a shame and it it reduces the validity of their statement once mm-hmm. you hear those things. And then it also reduces like the validity of their personal brand. It's like, you can't just... I, this is like an exaggeration of a, a parallel, but it's like he that that statement reads off like a Karen, you know, mm-hmm. where no, it's like, I 100 percent get what you're saying. It's like you can't just be like we were in a car chase da, 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 like and like the fact that these things continue to happen and consistently they make these statements that give exaggeration at time like it's not doing them any favors. Mm-hmm. And they also came back again. I think this is where they could maybe take a page out of the royal family's work of saying less. Harry and Meghan's team responded to the backgrid claims and the claims that this was a stunt. Respectfully, considering the Duke's family history, one would have to think nothing of the couple or anybody associated with them to believe this was any sort of PR stunt, the rep told the New York Times. And in referencing the death of Harry's mother, who was killed in the 1997 car crash, They said, quite frankly, I think that's abhorrent. Essentially saying to say this was a PR stunt to associate with Princess Diana's car crash. And here's the thing. Whether that's the intention or not, to Mm -hmm. our point, people are going to quite literally do that regardless Mm -hmm. because of the wording and language that you used. Mm -hmm. And whether that was your intention or not, that was the language that was used. That's what like where people's mind are is going to go first and foremost. This is your trauma and I know that it's triggering and I'm glad that everybody is safe. But mm-hmm. you couldn't you cannot act ignorant to the fact that that would have been the general result of yeah. using that language. Well, especially I mean people nowadays, I mean, are just scrolling on Twitter or Instagram and they see a headline that says Prince Harry involved in a car crash. You're like, "Fuck." Mm-hmm. You know, history is repeating itself, and not to you know bring in housewives here, but you know that's just where that's what happens, of course, with me is like I think about this sentence that Bethany Frankel said all the time, where she said, and I hate to bring her up in the context of Meghan and Harry because she's like obsessed oh, with them. She's the worst. She's the worst. But um, she said you can't play smart and stupid at the same time, and like that's how I think about them sometimes. I'm like, you don't yes. get to like walk around and like put out these statements and then retract and be like, it's abhorrent. Anyone would think that it's like, well, wait a minute. Like you said that no one, this isn't something anyone implied. No one's like, they didn't put out something that said, you know, they were being followed and it was really intense. And, you know, TMZ ran with this headline saying it's a car crash. It's like, Mm -hmm. you said that. Yes, that is the root of the problem for me with this entire situation and why I keep coming back to calling it a flop is it's like your mm. reps, your reps quite literally used that term car crash. Well, yeah. And then to get like the police saying it wasn't a car crash or a car chase, 
it it's the taxi driver being like, yeah, we were being followed, but it wasn't like no one was like in danger. Because like right. I said, when you think car chase, you think OJ and the Bronco being chased by police. You think you it's think intense. Diana's you think Diana's car it's, crash. Yeah. That's what you start to think. Not I'm sitting in New York City traffic and they're just following me. Yes. And again, like I know we're we're like badgering this on and on, but I'm just like, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Right. You can't call the paparazzi to a baby to baby event in LA to post those photos mm-hmm. and then ask Backgrid, demand is the language to get those photos back from this scenario. Like mm-hmm. you you can't have it both ways. Mm-hmm. And it's I also just- think people underestimate how often celebrities really do call the paparazzi on themselves. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that you brought up the baby to baby event. Yeah. Like yeah. you you can't you cannot have it both ways. And to your point of celebrities, we do see this cycle from time to time of celebrities being like so upset, so angry like, you know, victim, like being the victim and so on and so forth. And I get it. It's stressful. It's tough Mm -hmm. to deal with, but you can't have that, not have that and have like the fame, the fortune, the red carpets, the public interest, like Mm -hmm. public interest is a spectrum. Mm -hmm. And that's all I got to say about that. I just feel like we've, you know, had days and days to sit on this. Yeah. And you and I, I, I've thought about it a lot and I've thought about what, a lot of what I was going to say because it's like, I feel like, you know, I want to make it clear. I don't hate Harry or Megan. I mm-hmm. feel for them. I have a lot of compassion for them. I don't think anyone should feel unsafe, but you can't, you have to be very careful with the the words that you put out in describing this incident. Exactly. That's my issue. Whether it was your intention or not, and whether you think that it is abhorrent that people- It's not intention, it's about impact. Exactly. Yes. That on a t-shirt. Like You can say that it's abhorrent that people think it's a stunt or whatever. It's like, as a publicist, as a PR rep, the fact that you didn't anticipate that association, Mm -hmm. like that just makes me be like, "You're, you're not doing your job. I know. You know, and like they had mm-hmm. such a flawless run during the coronation. We talked about, I was texting oh you this God. on the weekend. Like they played the coronation so well, kind of sitting back, not doing much. Yeah, Megan went on her hike post coro, but like they did such a good job. And that's the thing, like this is the last thing I'll say about it. It's like, I just feel like they need to just sit back and let the public love and adore them. Mm-hmm. Stop trying to like spin or create moments. Like let it happen organically and authentically because when they do that, people it really, really them. love them. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's when they're trying so hard, it backfires. It's, I mean, I said this when during Spare and all of that, it like it just reminds me so much of like, or I'll, I'll use a different example this time. It's like when Carol and Bethany, mm-hmm. when like, Beth Carol was so intent on everyone seeing Bethany for who she was. And she was like, it made you like look at Carol and be like, you are fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, like you're you obsessing might be right, over this. But now you're like, you look nuts. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how I'm starting to feel about Harry. Megan, I'm not. I, this to me doesn't have Megan on it. Agreed. This to me is all Harry. Harry to me I is feel the like one Megan that's like Megan is on her A game. Megan's like, I'm gonna go to this basketball game. I'm gonna go on this hike. Harry, I feel like Harry has just this like incessant need to like prove that he's right, and in doing yeah. so, it makes him just look exactly not good. And you know what? Like, I think it comes back to you were talking about the therapy conversation. We again, we can go on and on about this forever, but like. I think it's like very, I I feel sad for him in a sense where it's like this need to combat these scenarios time and time again, Mm -hmm. because potentially of what happened in his childhood and his upbringing and the trauma that that triggers, like, it just feels like you gotta get to a place with your work and your self work where it's like, hopefully 
you can start to build habits and behaviors of acceptance instead of starting like continuing to fight all of this because there are battles that need to be fought a thousand percent. But there are certain instances where like you have to learn to quote unquote, let it go for your own peace of mind. Yeah. Like going to court in the UK to get police officers to be your private security detail is not what you should be doing. He's going to make himself crazy. Fighting the press about, yes. you know, hacking your phones and, and the treating headlines your, and, the and lies. being racist and lies. Sure. Fight that all day. But th- like you said, there's fights that should be fought and there's other ones that you got to let it go. Yeah. Could, He's got to pick his battles. Trust me, there's things that annoy me all the time that I want to be like, that's not true. Or like, whatever, but you, go, you got to move human on. nature. You got to bite mm-hmm. your tongue sometimes and know that it is better in the long term to let it go, knowing that you will be better off for it in your mental state than trying to like nitpick or badger at every single scenario and situation. Yeah. And that's probably hard for Megan to live with. Yeah. I would be like, can you just not? Like, we yeah. need to be done with this. We need to like go do your conservation work or like go work. Yeah. With- get ready for Invictus Games. Do a little plug get for ready that. For Invictus you know? Games. Like, it's summertime. So we'll see what happens coming off of this. I really feel like the last thing I'll say is, like, their their team just has to stop responding, too, you know? (laughs) Yeah. It's like when you're texting your ex and they're not not hearing you in the communication. And, like, again, you got to just walk away. Take the beat. Well, it's time for our favorite game of Mail or Fail. One of these is a real headline from the Daily Mail or a similar publication, and the other has been completely made up by our producers. So, will we spot the mail or will we fail? Alrighty, so option number one. Cutting costs, government revealed the cost of the late queen's funeral to be under 60.5 million pounds. Option number two. Crown costs, costs of the Queen's funeral and laying in state equaled, oh, geez, 161.7 million pounds. I hope it's under 60.5 million pounds. I hope it's the first one. Yeah. Let's hope. God, I'm scared. Oh, I'm scared. Oh, Oh my God. God. (laughs) We were wrong. We were wrong. Okay, so crown costs, cost of Queen's funeral and lying in state revealed. The lying in state and funeral of Queen Elizabeth II cost the government an estimated 161.7 million pounds, figures show. Oh. Okay. My God. Oh. And they break it down. I really thought we were going to be right. I was like, please, God, please. And then I saw little Queenie's face and then I was like, oh, no. Treasury stats revealed the Home Office racked up the largest bill at 73.7 million pounds, the Department for Culture, Media, and Sport at 57.4 million pounds. There were other costs that include 2.9 million pounds by the Ministry of Defense, 2.6 million by the Department of Transport, 2.2 million by the Welsh Government, and 2.1 by both the Foreign Commonwealth and Development Office and the Northern Ireland Office. Oh, my God. A number 10 spokesman said yesterday, of course, a major international event of this scale. We wanted to ensure that we could enable people to pay their respects. Hmm. Wow. I feel like we could have cut some corners. That is a lot of my. And again, I go back to the fact that like they are in a cost of living crisis. Right. And just these headlines and these articles and obviously they're public knowledge and anybody can access them. But like it's just... Not a good look for them. No. That's too much. That's a lot of money. That's too much money. Well, and I'm looking up. Oh, my God. I just looked up how much the coronation cost. How much? Saturday is going to be expensive. The coronation ceremony has been years in the making. And according to ABC News, it comes with a staggering price tag of $125 million. No. And I just I want to understand, again... And I think this actually, I I think what you said is such a great point is it's like Charles was raised a king. Harry was raised a prince. Like there is just a, 
um, disassociated way of thinking Mm -hmm. or understanding because it's like, I just wonder as the public in the UK, this man just said he is not here to be like in service, but to be of service. Mm -hmm. And then you spend over a hundred million pounds on this coronation Mm -hmm. that you originally said was going to be pared down and really chill. And then you reneged on that and went back on it and spent a ton of taxpayer money. Mm -hmm. Then coming off of that, you're like, that was exhausting. I need to go back to Transylvania for a week (laughs) for R&R, for Mm self-care. Like, how are you doing yourself any favors? And I think the fact of the matter, Sam, is what you said is it's just like, it doesn't even register for them because they don't know any different or any better. No. And like the thing with Harry, it's like no matter how many pairs of like Birkenstocks and like Patagonia jackets you wear, like you're mm-hmm. still a prince of England. Correct. And like you, were you raised still were raised like that with that mentality and that kind of, you know, everything was given to you. Like I understand that he's had life experience, which showed him, you know, different ways of life and people of all different, you know, backgrounds. Walks. But at the mm-hmm. end of the day, like he can't unlearn that. Like that's yes. just who he is. And that's what we're seeing play out. It's what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. Well, Lex, who is your spotted dick for the episode? Who has been a real steamed pudding for you this week? I mean, I got to give it to Harry and Meghan's reps. I, I'm mad about that car chase language, knowing what we know now. Mm-hmm. And listen, I will say this. I understand that it is in the NYPD's best interest. I understand that it is in Backward's best interest to say that you know, everything was safe. They got to their destination. All was well. No one was injured, arrested, yeah. et cetera. For me, it's the taxi driver who was like, yes, there were a lot of people following us, but I wouldn't call it a chase. But like he never felt unsafe. Yeah. That's like, the thing. He was like, uh, I mean, it And so for the taxi driver to be like, there was never a chase. Right. And then for the car chase language to be used. I know. That's what pisses me off. And that's why their rep is my spotted dick for the episode. I have to agree. Okay. I have to agree. I was going to say, you know, I was going to come up with something else, but I really think you nailed it. Thank you. Mm -hmm. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I'm I'm curious to see how this all unfolds and continues Mm -hmm. to unfold because I'm sure it won't stop for a little while. Well, you guys, that's it for this week's episode of Crown Jewels. Be sure to rate, review, and follow the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. We'll have new episodes every single Thursday, so be sure to subscribe now so you don't miss our next episode. And tell all of your royally obsessed friends and follow me at Lex Nico. And you can follow me at Bravo Historian. And until next time, may God save the bench. Batches.